So I want to focus today on our first reading from the prophet Jeremiah, because what the prophet is talking about relates to what we're doing at Mass every single time we come here. So let's first understand sort of the context of what the prophet is saying. Jeremiah comes a little bit later in the time of salvation history, a little bit later in the Old Testament. So a lot of things have already happened before we get to this reading. So to go all the way back to the beginning, we have the creation of the world and and Adam and Eve. And obviously that itself is already a gift from God our Father that he created us, that he gives us life. And then he enters into covenant with Noah after the great flood. And then we hear about Abraham, who also enters into a covenant with God. And then eventually we get to Moses. And the Lord enters into yet another covenant. And what we hear over and over again is how God's chosen people, even though they've been given so much, even though God keeps extending himself to them over and over again, the people keep rejecting him and turning away into sin. But God, because he is so merciful, continues to come to us over and over and over again. And even after the time of Moses, if you keep reading through the book of Exodus and Numbers and the book of Judges, there's sort of this endless cycle of the people rejecting God and then coming back in repentance, rejecting God and then coming back into repentance. So God has already been through a whole lot with his people. He's already had plenty of opportunity to simply be done with us. But still, he extends his mercy yet again. And so after all that has already gone on, then we get to the prophet Jeremiah. And the prophet says, The days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers, but this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. I will place my law within them and write it upon their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. So once again, God is offering himself to us in this covenant in which he wants to be close to us. He wants to be our God and he wants us to be his people. So now I want to read to you the words of consecration that the priest says at every single mass. This is when he raises up the chalice, or right before that. The priest says, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant. Every time we gather for Mass, we're entering into this covenant with God. Because the covenant that the prophet Jeremiah is speaking about is ultimately fulfilled when Jesus comes for us and offers his very life for us. He becomes the perfect offering. All of those sacrifices of old in the Old Testament were simply a prefigurement of the perfect offering that would come in Jesus And every time we celebrate Mass, the one-time event of Jesus' death on the cross 2,000 years ago is made present before us. And we unite ourselves 
through that perfect offering, this blood of the new covenant. So just think about that whenever you're at Mass, especially when we get to the consecration. I know we can sort of just get into the, into the zone or, or whatever it may be, but let's think about what's actually happening here whenever we gather for Mass and the profound realities unfolding before our eyes. God gives himself so completely to us because that's the nature of a covenant. It's different from just a contract, which is where you have some sort of exchange of goods. I give you this and you give me that. And if anything goes wrong in that contract, it'll just end and we'll just move on. That'll be that. A covenant is far more profound. In a covenant, each person gives themselves completely to the other with nothing held back, with, with no plan B, no escape. It's just a total, complete gift of self from one to the other. And God is doing this to us, above all, in the Eucharist. He gives himself so profoundly to us that we receive him into our very bodies. When we receive his precious body and precious blood, we consume them, and then just with how digestion works, those elements are sort of broken down and absorbed into our very bodies. God becomes one with us in the Eucharist. So throughout the Mass, there's sort of this exchange going on. We offer ourselves to God. He offers himself to us. So for example, first of all, in the Liturgy of the Word, which we're right in the middle of right now, it begins with sort of the beginning of Mass, the, the penitential rite, and usually we sing the Gloria, but not during Lent, and then with the Collect, and then we get into the proclamation of God's Word. All the readings from Scripture are proclaimed. And this is a way in which we offer ourselves praise to God, for God's goodness and His, and His action throughout the world is proclaimed to the church through Scripture. And then in response to that, God gives himself back to us through his word as we hear about all of the good things that he has done for us, as we hear about his goodness in, in the sermon that is proclaimed, as we, uh, right after the sermon, say the creed together and declare all these profound truths of our faith, all the good things that God continues to do for us. So there's this exchange. We give ourselves to God. He gives himself to us. And the same pattern happens again in the liturgy of the Eucharist, which is sort of the second half of Mass. We take bread and wine, we put them on this altar that's meant to represent us and our little humble offering of ourselves. And then those elements receive all sorts of prayers and blessings as we commend them to God and the priest will literally raise them up at, at certain points in, in the liturgy of the Eucharist as we commend them to God. And then God returns with a blessing upon us. As we say together the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father at the end of the Eucharistic, at the end of the liturgy of the Eucharist. And then most profoundly of all, as we come forward, one by one, to receive God himself in communion. So every time we gather for Mass, it's certainly not a passive event. I know we're all kind of seated here, something like you'd experience at a, a sporting event or something like that, like a spectator, but that is not at all the role 
of us at Mass. We are not just spectators at an event. We are all actively participating in this covenant unfolding before us every time we gather for Mass. We offer ourselves to God, and He gives Himself to us in a truly profound way. And we certainly need this, amen? We need God's presence in our lives. We need his purification in us. Just think again about the psalm response that was sung for us just a few moments ago. Psalm 51, create a clean heart in me, O God. So often we can be in situations We might think, I just wish I could stop saying this thing to this person. I wish I could stop being this way in this situation. I wish I could get away from these patterns of sin that just seem to be so difficult to be free from. In all of those types of situations, our hearts are crying out, create a clean heart in me, O God. And one of the most profound ways that we can allow God's grace into our hearts is by coming to Mass, by entering into this profound covenant with our Father, by receiving his very body and blood into our bodies so that his grace can cleanse and purify our hearts. So this is profound stuff going on every time we gather for Mass. This is why we're going to have an entire preaching series on the Mass during the season of Easter. We've gone through a very interesting year with this pandemic. And as you all know, the obligation to attend Sunday Mass has been lifted because of the pandemic. But that's about to end. I know the bishop has extended the dispensation several times, but he's made it pretty clear that he's not going to extend it again, which means at the end of the Easter season, at the end of May, the obligation to attend every weekend will return. And this isn't meant to be something that's just sort of a guilt trip on us. It's not just something out of duty, but rather it is the church like a wise and prudent mother guiding her sons and daughters to understand and appreciate the significance of what we do here every weekend. God is offering himself to us in a profound way, above all, in the Eucharist. And the only way that we can truly share in this is by being here, by receiving him in communion. Now, I know some of us have legitimate health reasons to stay home during this time, and for for those of us in that place, the obligation does not apply. But for anyone else, we are obliged to be here because of the incredible gift that is offered to us. How could we not be present for this covenant union that God wants to have with each and every one of us? So every time we gather for Mass, God gives himself to us. God enters into this new covenant that was foretold centuries ago, millennia ago, through the prophet Jeremiah. And if we are here offering ourselves to God in response, that is our little humble way of giving our end of the bargain our side of that covenant. God gives himself to us and we give ourselves to him. 
So let's enter into that profound mystery every time we're here for Mass and receive all these graces that God longs to give to us so that we may be blessed abundantly, not only now, but may one day be ready to be welcomed into eternal life.